Welcome to Flippin' Amazon, a podcast created by women who sell everyday products on Amazon to support our families. Welcome to another episode of Flippin' Amazon. We're excited to be here with you tonight. We're recording at night. We usually record in the morning and you get our best fresh self. And I don't know what that means about tonight, but it's kind of flipping Amazon after dark. Anything goes. And tonight we're talking about working with your spouse, your partner, your plus one. Um, We are all kind of in a very unique circumstance. I don't want to say situation because that's a bad word. Sounds like it's a bad word. Um, With our partners in our business, um, we all work the same job, different jobs, but in the same space with our partner. And how do we juggle that? I'm, I'm saying this like, oh crap, I got to have something to say to add to this. But how do we juggle that? How does that work out, especially adding kids? And I love that each one of us have a different dynamic relationship with our husband in the workplace. Uh, and I'll just start me and Brandon. Um, he had his own job and I was the stay-at-home mom. And I loved being stay at home. That was it with the kids. But then a weird thing happened. I started selling online and we had a complete, I'm, I'm trying to put this thing down. <laughs> okay. We had a complete role reversal and all of a sudden he was home more doing more kids stuff. And I'm working more full time. It was very weird dynamic that we had to work through and figure out what is our new role. And now we work completely together in content, in Amazon, in Walmart, in reseller, and all of it, and all of it, right? And so the highs and lows, we're going to get into it tonight. Why don't you guys share what your working relationship dynamic is with your spouse? For us, um, before we started doing anything online reselling related, I was always the one working out of the home. And when we were younger, before we had kids, we both had jobs. Uh, And then when our oldest was born, we decided that Jacob was going to go part-time and I was going to stay full-time and we were both going to school. So it just kind of, he never really went back to full-time. He just, he, I always joke and I say, he's a better stay-at-home mom than I ever could be. Like, I don't necessarily love every bit he doesn't either I just but I don't like to stay home with the kids all the time which is why I'm also the person to go out and source and that's kind of how it's changed as we've become resellers is he stays home with the kids and he's kind of more of their primary caregiver than I am he makes lunch and he does all the things and he changes the diapers and I go out and I source and I find us product and when it comes to like with Amazon doing the FBA stuff, we do that stuff together and we do um, all like the kind of the behind the scenes stuff together. He does most of the shipping, but if it's related to going out of the house, that's my role. Jacob stays home. It's his happy place. (laughs) So Scott and I have been together for a long time. Um, when we met, I was a single mother. And so I was already working full time. And um, then we moved across the country together 
relatively early on into our relationship. Um, so we're kind of the only family that we have around each other. And I think that, that kind of changes the dynamic about how much you depend upon your spouse. Um, I'm a highly independent, highly rebellious woman to begin with. So God bless him for putting up with me. Um, so he went and got his master's degree and I worked full time. Um, and that's kind of how we started off is I've always worked full time. Um, I've never not really worked. I think I started working at like five or six on my grandma's dude ranch. So um, I am a, really a workaholic, <laughs> like really bad. Um, and after he graduated, he started his own business in our basement and then moved out of our basement into a giant workshop. Um, so he has been working and building his business for the past uh, 14 or 15 years. And then I've just been working full time. Um, and then I started side hustling and now it's more than side hustling. And um, so it's really like me working two jobs, three jobs and him working on his company job. And then we have this giant kind of shared workspace that we go to. Um, the workspace is loud though. And as roles have changed kind of in like, depending upon which job needs more attention that day, um, I find myself working from home a lot now. Um, I, we started working from home a couple years before the pandemic as my full-time job. So it's kind of giving me the flexibility to like have the time to do Amazon. Um, as far as like little kids and stuff, we share responsibilities really well. Like it's always been just kind of like <laughs> throw the kids and who's going to catch them. Um, and, and that's like, that's where we probably work best um is like taking care of the kids like we just do a good job taking care of the kids and um it's like the number one priority and uh let's see i don't like I'm working on our houses where else we work really well together like we can diy our house really well so um we don't he doesn't work on amazon with me um he knows very little about amazon um it's kind of like it's 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 my my secret brain wealth but he does see that it brings me a lot of joy and it helps to um hit those boxes that my brain really needs like i really need the research it helps me and my obsessive nature um to like do the amazon research so there's different aspects about it that like are really helpful so that's where we are Oh. I like how April's like, the kids are the number one priority. And I'm like, screw the kids. I'm out of here. <laughs> they are the number one priority. But um, the pandemic taught me that I could never be a stay-at-home parent. Never. Um, the anxiety that I get from spending a full day home for, with the kids is is a lot. Like some of it could be because of the specific children in which I was given. Um, like they just cause a lot of anxiety for me. So I need to get out of the house every day or they need to get out of the house. Somehow I need a break from my kids every single day. And I, I love that we all have kind of non-traditional lives in a way you know it's not like maybe it was when I was growing up it was like the one person went to work one person stayed home and also went to work and then you came home and met at night and I think this dynamic now it's very normal where both people are working at home 
and around each other a lot more than just meeting at the dinner table. And I think there is some benefit of going away every day from your partner and not working in the same space and not seeing each other every freaking minute of every freaking day. And then coming back at night and like, oh, tell me what you did. Tell me about your experiences. Because when you, now when we come to, together at night, we've been together all day. Like, what are the experiences? <laughs> um, so there's definitely this give and take, pro, con. And you know, when you, when you hear entrepreneurship, when you hear like work from home, you imagine amazing things, right? And kind of the reality for all of us and we all are surrounded by kids look very, very different. And I think that kind of leads right into like just this, this stress of working with your partner and having a business partner. And I know April and her hubs don't work on Amazon together, but they're still very much intertwined in their business life and all the books and everything that goes along with that. And also like, what is the most stressful thing on a marriage? Money. And so now you're like, business partners, what could be the worst situation for a marriage? Business partners, life partners, parents, pile it all on the cake. And then by dinner, you're like, I need a smoke break. I'm going to start smoking just to get a break. But I think our, our house looks so much different, all of ours, because we don't have that. Like, let's get together at the dinner table every night and talk. Do people do that still? I try. <laughs> it's tough. It is tough. Especially when you're making five meals for everybody, right? Like we all do make different meals for our kids. It's like they we eat in waves. But we try we do try to all sit down together at least a little bit because our job is weird. You know, we're we're at least halfway working almost all day it feels like right like there's times when I fully step away but probably not as often as I should I'm always I'm looking at my phone I'm updating my sales seeing how it's going I'm checking my orders um no matter what I'm doing whether I'm boiling water to make pasta or I'm sitting at the table like we should probably start like a no phones at the table rule or something like that like an anti-internet. What if people have like a box where they'll lock their phones in or something? Maybe we should do that. <laughs> yeah. It gets it gets difficult. And we all have different ages. And that plays a lot into this as well. We do dinner table. But it, it definitely does come in waves. It's more like a seasonal wave kind of a thing. Um, spring and fall, we're really bad about eating together at the dinner table. Um, but summer, we usually eat outside. The kids love to have picnics outside. So we do like picnic dinners, um, you know, and then they can like run and grab food and, you know, we're all outside together, but it's not really like at the dinner table focused. Sometimes it is, but not often. Um, but it is still, we're all together, you know, kind of <clears throat> engaged with each other. And then over the winter, we tend to eat a lot at the table just cause the food is hot and, <laughs> So, you know, then it's like, you better come get it now or else you're going to suffer. So we have a sometimes at the table with Megan, most of the time with April and almost never with me. <laughs> I'm just like, please sit down at a chair. If you're Find eating. a place to sit your butt. 
Please sit down. Okay, so let's get back to working with your spouse. Let's break down some of the most challenging things um, or business partner and love relationship. You you may not even be married, but maybe business brought you to a more personal relationship. Um, what are some of the biggest challenges you guys have with working with a man? Let's just put it that way. With a man. Um, poop breaks. Yes, yes. Hold on. We are drinking. What did you say? <laughs> I said poop breaks. <laughs> I would have never had that on what I thought you were going to ever say. <laughs> Sorry, Jacob, for outing you, but it's a man thing. They it's a poop. man thing. <laughs> Get out of the bathroom. For real. Because when I go to the bathroom, it does not take that long. Please. No. <laughs> For real. Uh, April, That's the worst. Worst thing with working with your husband. The worst thing about working with my husband? Um, if you would ask either of us five years ago if we had ADHD or any kind of uh, non-typical neurological like disorder, we would have told you that we were completely and totally normal people. And then I was like, hey, I think you have ADHD. And then I go reading through it, and he's like, I'm pretty sure you have ADHD. And I continue to read through it, and I'm like, huh, I think I have ADHD. So, you know, the amount of time that we're, like, losing things, misplacing things, hey, have you seen my – I mean, that's, like, half our day. Um, so, yeah, working with my spouse is interesting. It's, it's, it's a very interesting dynamic. And I'm glad that, honestly, we don't work on the same business because I don't think we could do everything together all day together. Yeah. No, he would be dead. <laughs> I do think it's hard because it's hard to create this life outside of work um, where it's like, what are you doing today? You know, like that just normal conversation that you sit and talk and it does all kind of start sounding the same about work, about sales, about problems. I think, and we should talk about this, like, how do you keep together stay together you know where you just don't become business partners or friends where you're like not just fun roommates but you still have a relationship does anybody know if you, say, if, like... if you know right into us and let us <laughs> hey, you and brandon go and do like date lunches and like go out to eat and stuff and i honestly cannot tell you the last time that Jacob and I left the house, just the two of us together. Like, uh, no, I, I honestly can't think of what it is. No, wait, we did do a business lunch this year. That's been like the, seriously, the first time in like literal actual years. So I was, was yeah. going to say, wait, I know I saw one time recently. Wow. Yeah. But it's just why like stuff. And, and I think that's why we, we always end up being so tired in the morning is because it's our only, and I said this in another call, I think it's our only time to like sit and chat and catch up with each other. And what's good, even though we're with each other all day long, for the most part, I want to know what is he watching or what's he reading? What's he been into lately? And, and we always end up talking about business stuff before bed too, but like we will stay up so late because we'll just talk and talk and talk and be like oh did I tell you this and you won't believe what I heard you know all these things because it's like literally 
like that's our date night which is kind of sad because we don't leave we're just laying in bed but it's like the only time we get to just chat as grown-ups but again you guys have little baby kids I know and you just like you have so many and you're you know you don't you're not around family either I'm telling everybody all the viewers about Megan's personal <laughs> and I feel like all of our kids now are in school so we have afternoons free and I I definitely remember being there and feeling like always with children <laughs> dependent all the time and so I feel like we just got into a space of not having the kids around all day every day it's freeing and wonderful and also weirdly it's like the mom that you just can't fully enjoy that because you're sad that they're not babies anymore it's just weird but april you work in the same same space as your husband but you're do you guys ever megan they don't ever go out on a date do you guys go on dates um i don't know if we can technically call them dates i think the last time we went on a date was approximately five or six years ago um what is that before lachlan was born or maybe i shouldn't say his name is that before um, your kid is born <laughs> right after lachlan was born it was for anniversary um this girl came and watched him and it was like the worst babysitter ever like she was literally texting me like he won't stop crying crying he won't and that just like threw me into the you know the ball of like mom anxiety but I can't leave my kids with anybody else um and I was going through some like really bad postpartum and you know all the postpartum things um so dates didn't really happen for us for a really really long time we do go to lunch together and we do still like get each other lunches and like you know, like eat together at lunch. And that's probably the time that we do spend the most time together, honestly, which is not long. Um, because after our kids go to bed, because they are like clawing to the last ounce of daylight to stay awake every night. <laughs> I think I mentioned like sometimes they're up till 11. It is ridiculous. We try to put them to sleep at eight. Sometimes it's like a three hour process. It's misery. And by that point in time, I am angry. I just want to be left alone and I need some phone time and I don't want to be touched. I don't want to be hugged. I don't want to hear another person breathing, eating or anything above. And so I am like alone in my little hidey hole of a bed with my screen. (laughs) And that's, that's my me time because even though I have times where I'm alone during the day, that's the only time I get that's just to myself. And as an introverted, more introverted type person, introverted, I'm introverted, okay, introverted, I'm just introverted. I need that time for myself more than I say I need that date time. Mm-hmm. And we also have weird jobs that we, like, I'm by myself a lot anyways, and I, I really enjoy that. I like being by myself, but it's just kind of interesting. It's not like we're all in a workplace environment already, sort of, you know, but even though you're by yourself, though, you're not like doing things that are feeding your soul. Like for me, <laughs> I'm <laughs> so, so we're back. Do you guys do anything in your relationship to kind of help it along? Um, what are the words I'm looking for? Any proactive, do you go to therapy? What, what do you do to keep yourselves married? Um, what do you do in your relationship 
if anything, I hope you have something that is like keeping your relationship healthy. Guys, come on, think about it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I just can't say it out loud. Um, you know, I have to say, I, I think very much that just touching base on the fact that we are in survival mode right now because we have young kids, you know, like, and, and there are times where, where Scott is like, you know, like we need to be more connected. I need more, I need more affection from you. And I'm like, don't touch I'm me. I'm in the middle of a war right now. <laughs> um, so I think that we're just in survival mode and um, you know, the whole like touch base and hope that we can <laughs> keep the marriage alive is going to come back in about three years. We're going to circle back. We'll circle back on that. <laughs> Got it. Megan, what do you guys do to keep the marriage alive? Oh, geez. Quickies. Sorry, Quickies. Emily's dad. <laughs> <laughs> you got a special shout out. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it comes down to. We don't go to therapy. <laughs> Isn't it interesting, though, is like you work with your partner, so you're with them all day, but it's just a weird dynamic because if something goes bad at work, then it's like bad in the relationship, bad in the home because it's like mm. all so connected. So it's like a bad return or something IP claim. It's not like you come home and you just, you know, let that go and compartmentalize. It's all there. And especially if somebody else sent the wrong order, Brandon does shipping. It's like, I can't fire you. <laughs> I will say for us, the hardest thing, because we went from very separate, like he had his job that was gone a lot and I was at home and we genuinely like each other, but it's different when you're with each other all the time. The hardest thing when we started working together was I was doing everything. And it's like just the mom to juggle it all. Like I got up, got the kids, made the food and I was reselling already. So I had like all, brrr, all the projects I did in the afternoon and then he came home. So to immediately have him come in with his ideas, you know, that was tough because I manage everything, you know, and like that control of just keeping it together. That was probably the hardest thing for me to say. We needed our own space. So he could create and think someplace and I could, but also giving up control over parts of the business. So he had ownership of stuff and I had ownership. That was the best thing I could have done, but that was the hardest decision to trust somebody else with. What was my baby? My little fifth baby, the snottiest, you know? So I think that was probably our biggest challenge and even the challenge we face continually. Yeah, I think one of our challenges is like kind of based off of that, but we both feel like we're doing a lot and we get mad at each other when we feel like the other one's not doing enough. But, you know, in your head, you're like, I'm already doing so much. Like, what more do you want from me? But we both are often feeling it at the exact same time. So like when we start like button heads about it, I, I kind of have to realize and step back and be like okay you know this is a mutual feeling that we're both having right now and we need to figure out a way out of it does it always go that nicely and smoothly and do I always think that proactively 
probably almost never, but it's something I'm recognizing that we both experience that we both just feel sometimes like one of us is doing so much more than the other, even if it's not actually that way. Such a good point. And the equalizing of, of like equalizing of all different aspects of it, you know, like um, after the smaller kids were born, Scott really, really stepped up with a lot of kid things. And while I still have a main amount of the mental load that goes with the household stuff, as well as the three different businesses, um, you know, like he, he does step up with the kids a lot. So there, while I'm trying to do everything, <laughs> you know, he, he does do quite a bit and it definitely does help, you know, us to, to, you know, at least normalize. Mm. So what's the, what's the good parts about working close in the same house in the same space with your partner? And you know what? I also want to say that thankfully we can make this lighthearted, but you guys know it's not always rainbows. And I have, we all have worked one-on-one with a lot of resellers, um, people in small business spaces. And unfortunately, we hear a lot of times that your partner is not supportive. And that's also another thing. Maybe it's not laughable at all and you can't find any joy in it. And um, that's tough too. I hear a lot of people I talk to, and I think that was my biggest surprise when I got into this. Like you're just trying to do something good for the family, good for yourself, and you're um, partner spouse is not supportive of you. Um, so before we move on, maybe what advice would you give to the person who is saying that maybe doesn't understand it, maybe is not supportive wants you to stop. And we're all such strong women. You know what we would do? Like run you over with our minivan, <laughs> right? That's not the advice we're giving you today, but I do want to say we see you. Because sometimes there's not an answer, you know, sometimes it's just where you're at and I'm just sending you a little bit of love tonight, but do you guys have any advice or comforting words? I think honestly, and I, I hear it a lot is it's not necessarily that these partner spouse, et cetera, is against the business and the making of the business or even the time spent on the business. It is the amount of stuff in whatever reselling avenue, because usually if you start selling on Amazon or eBay, then you discover discontinued. And next thing you know, you have tampons in your husband's entryway and uh, you have no good explanation as to why you are selling tampons right then. Um, so if you can move yourself out of the house, the space that you're sharing, that sometimes is probably the best option. Like, um, like a 10 by 20 storage unit, climate controlled. It's nice. Lights, Wi-Fi. That's a good idea. And there's so many prep services and stuff now or services that will do like literally everything, whether it's FBA or FBM or eBay, they will store and ship your stuff for you. So if that is like the thing, there are options. If that's what's what's holding your partner back from like supporting you is because it it does take over the house (laughs) so I totally get that but yeah I don't I don't know what advice I would give because my 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 first instinct is to just say screw you (laughs) 
uh, get me a divorce. (laughs) No, just kidding. But um, (laughs) I don't know. That's tough because, you know, especially as someone who's a mom and who when you become a mom a lot of times you just totally lose your identity and who you are and what you're doing so sometimes a lot of us kind of find a bit of a freedom in reselling like even with I started reselling when I had a full-time job but it was like a little extra thing that I had control over and that was fun for me to do and you know it was it was a me thing. So like it's as a mom, you lose your identity. And I think if trying to explain that to your partner, hopefully will make them understand. But I know there's a lot of people out there who just don't understand that what it feels like to be a, become a mom. But I will. Okay. I was listening. I'm really sorry. I got distracted okay. by myself. I think also communi- communicating uh, whenever we've had struggles uh, every day, usually expectations are completely different. You know, like he's expecting something, I'm expecting this. And I kind of feel like there's layers. If you communicate one-on-one and it's not working, then you get somebody else involved to help you communicate better. And to me, I'm like, okay, this is phase one. We can't work through to find a solution. So um, if you are in that place, we're sending you love, communicate, lower your expectations, maybe get some help. Um, okay, but let's end this. What are the Hold positive on. things? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> beep, beep. I want to add that if you're terrible at communicating like I am, you need to actually use your words to your partner. Because, like, I'll just drop, like, subtle hints. And he's like, why are you mad at me? Like, what? <laughs> you know? Actually talk. And he does the same thing. We're the same person. Different bodies. Like, he won't tell me straight up what's wrong. I have to try and figure it out. Or we just don't talk until one of us blows up and we're just like, what? So actually, if you're going to communicate, you know, be clear and concise in what you are communicating. <laughs> don't just drop hints and subtle subtleties. <laughs> Which is probably the best business advice, too, when you have your business partner you don't need to be subtle. You need to be clear and direct. And it needs probably to be outlined, you know, to be really clear what you expect, what he expects. Um, if you're going to have a business relationship, sometimes you can't rely on like, I hope they do this. I kind of want to know what your subtle hints are, though. Like you're trying to subtly hint. It's a lot of like. Arm folds. Mm. and that's subtle Mm. yep (laughs) yep i got it so you said you need to communicate clearly to your business partner and all i could think about was the memes that are going around of if you would like to can discuss this further i would like to circle back upon (laughs) putting all of the passive aggressivity into (laughs) your clear email as to what you're communicating Mm -hmm. So that's why I was losing my shit over here laughing. Because... <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good at being direct because I also don't want to like hurt anybody's feelings or step on anybody's toes. <laughs> I think I about think... myself last, so. I don't communicate because I was never listened to and always told to be quiet. 
Yes, oh. I don't communicate because I was never communicated to ever. Sorry, oh, let's hold hands. I feel like this is a moment for us. Okay, what's the good things about working with your spouse? Sex on demand. Boom, also boom, quickies. Boom. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Free food? Free food. Free food. Yeah, we have a whole kitchen at the workshop. And somebody's paying for that. Yeah, businesses. You're the accountant. <laughs> all, of them, all the businesses are paying for all the foods. It's a write-off. The write-off people are paying for it. It's <laughs> right. The write-off people. Yeah, I think for us, the nice thing is, like, when I don't feel well or he's not feeling well, we can just, like, tag team things. Like, okay, I'm getting kids today. I don't want to come to the office. You're on shipping. You're on everything. And, you know, I can take some time off. Thank you. Yes. It's really nice for you. I love that for you. (laughs) (laughs) You don't work the same business. I'm, I'm the only shipping person still. And the only... I'm just going to step out of the room slowly. I I mean, we're fully in control. I mean, how in control are you with Amazon or running business in general? But we are the makers of our own destiny. (laughs) (laughs) uh, You know, if we fail, it's because we fucked up. (laughs) So uh, if we succeed, it's because we put in a lot of hard work so I don't know I guess that part of it where it's like literally what you do is directly contributing to the success of what you're doing like versus when you work for somebody else it's like I mean I feel like that's just like owning a business in general it doesn't necessarily have to be with your spouse but it's it is nice that we get to do it together yeah like come a couple episodes ago we mentioned like the flexibility of your own schedule and I think that that is honestly a lot of it too is like a lot of people consider themselves financially independent and wealthy and essentially retired when they get to control how much they work and when they work but I I kind of like that we all are landing like what's the benefits of working with your spouse question mark (laughs) Because I think it also shows this other real aspect of working for yourself, which it's day in and day out, very difficult. And then you're throwing a relationship in now into business. And there are some good things about that, of course, but there's a reason why you like don't mix business and is it business and pleasure? Yeah, there's a reason people so I think it, I think, yeah, it is just difficult. It makes everything more difficult, a strain on everything else. I I actually have a follow-up question to this. And that is, what do you miss about working in an office environment or with other people? I always liked, it felt like a vacation. If I got along with my coworkers, which I almost always did, at least like 80% of them. It always felt like it was like, I get to go to work with my friends every day, which is, I say, I get to go to work with Jacob every day and he's my best friend, but it's like different because they don't know anything about your life. So you guys get to like chat and get to know each other versus already knowing everybody to head to toe every, you know, every single thing about your husband, but it was nice to like get to know other people and just laugh and be silly because they don't know you as the responsible parent 
person, you know, you're just, you're just Megan who works at the office, who has, is crazy and has five kids. But it was just like fun. Like that part of it was fun. And my other thing is like, when I went to work, I knew exactly what my role was and I knew exactly what was expected of me every day and each task I had to complete. I feel like owning your own business, I know what I have to do every day, but anything could happen at any moment. <laughs> so like that where it's unpredictable, that one's still something I'm I'm working on. <laughs> um, I have never really had a normal business or biz or work environment. Um I you know when people say they're entrepreneurs, it's because what they're saying is they're actually difficult people who don't get along well with anybody else. So let me put that out there first. Um, I think when we, right before we got married, I was like all of a sudden overwhelmed with how much responsibility that was coming my way. So I was like, oh my God, I got to get a job tomorrow. I went into the interview for an office job and I got it. And then I woke up the next day and I changed my mind and I wasn't going to work there anymore. And that's the closest I ever came to <laughs> having a normal job. <laughs> So he called me up and he said, yeah, you got the job. And I was like, hey, I changed my mind. I'm not going to work for you. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a difficult person. Probably Brandon would say yes. My anxiety could never let me be like, no, just kidding. <laughs> I would still show up for the first day of work. <laughs> um, My thing that I probably miss most about, like, working for a normal job, even though I'm still working for a normal job, is uh, I miss the commute, which is insane because it was like an hour and a half one way. Um, but wow. I do, I miss that because I don't get as much audiobook time anymore. I don't know. I think it's just that me time that I'm missing. Anything else? Any encouraging, inspiring words? Last minute notes. I, I would say... The, the joy that you get and having the flexibility to do what you want when you want, both you and your spouse, is more rewarding than just working with your spouse. Like, having both of you in that role, you know? Because, like, a couple weeks ago, I got to go to school whenever there was something at the school for the kids. And then my husband got to go make gingerbread houses today. And it was like, a lot of times, it's one parent who's always volunteering at the school or whatever and it's nice to be able to have both of your parents present you know and going to school like we never had the opportunity to do that with my older child mm. yes I love that I, th I think that's probably for us just the benefit I I think working with your spouse is very difficult 10 out of 10 would not recommend I I actually like Brandon we're good friends but yeah. it's, just, it's just like the extra strain, like you, it's trying to keep a marriage together, which is hard enough. And then being like, oh, and then you're going to also try to keep a business. You can barely keep your marriage together. Now keep the business together. <laughs> you know, it's just don't kill any kids. And yeah, right. And then you're going to show up at night for screaming kids. But I will say, if this is for you, like it just fits us for the same reason. Like we love being like, okay, we took my kids to the dentist yesterday and like we both were available and all the things. And so, yes, I totally agree. It has huge pros. Um, we can take vacations when we want. 
all the things. We can go to the doctor appointment for our kids, for anybody, dentist. But, um, you know, it's a mixed bag. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Flipping Amazon. We hope that this um, inspired you to just live your best life, really. <laughs> Maybe it inspired you to go see a therapist, go see a doctor, uh, talk to your partner more clearly about what you need, whatever it is. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, feel free to leave us some comments. What is working in your business relationship? If you work with your partner, or maybe if you're hoping to, if you have some questions, feel free to leave it on our YouTube channel. You can find us on Instagram, Flip and Amazon. Please like and share this with your friends. And until next time, bye.